Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. The single most unifying position held by Americans is appreciation for those who protect our freedom and our families. You can help honor fallen or disabled U.S. service members and first responders by donating to Folds of Honor. They award scholarships to make sure the educational dreams of their sons and daughters and spouses live on. They have a four at a four-star ranking on Charity Navigator, so you can give with confidence at foldsofhonor.org. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level. And when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that... The guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right Brand is the number one thick-cut, hand-trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So, bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some Right Brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Welcome to Monday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, on the phone right now is Sarah in South Dakota. Sarah, good morning. How are you? Hey. How are you, Bobby? Doing pretty good. What can I do for you? Hey, well, you know, I just wondered, have you ever been to Mount Rushmore, South Dakota? I have not. not Why? Anymore. No. Well, you know, I have to tell you, in the past two years, this place is booming. People are discovering it. We moved here, and it's honestly the coolest place ever. And people are just like, wow, i never been to North Dakota. And, and no, it's South Dakota. So I wondered if you've ever been to Mount Rushmore. Been to North Dakota, been in South Dakota, but never seen Mount Rushmore. I had a friend who, they were near there, so they drove over to see it, and they got there, and it was real foggy, and they stood by it and never saw it. Oh, because it was so foggy? So foggy. (laughs) (laughs) They they drove like three hours. They were like, we had a day off touring, so we drove over to to look at it, and as we got closer, it got foggier. When we got there, it was foggy, and we stood and took a picture with the fog and never actually saw the heads. Terrible. But it's pretty crazy that people got up there and carved faces yeah. from rock. And they look real from the pictures I've seen. <laughs> you, you mean? The, the, I mean, the I, don't, I, don't, I don't look up there and go, look at those humans up there. No, Like but live I, heads. But I mean, that's impressive. It's an yes, actual they, they mountain it. and they carved their faces that look just like They the did presidents. a good job. Yes, they did a good job. Whomever <laughs> it is, they did it. It's crazy that you, that you could even do that. Like get up and mm-hmm. chisel out or even a machine. Out of yeah, rock. It's amazing. Those faces. 
But no, I've never been. Are, are the heads big? What's that? What's that like? Yeah. <laughs> They're super big. But, you know, it's not just Mount Rushmore. The Custer State Park has, is like a, driving through a safari. And I don't think people know that. Like, you dri- you literally can see five types of wildlife in front of you. I feel um, like she works for, like, the Vacation Commission yeah, yeah, for South Dakota. And she just got a yeah, free commercial. And you know what? We're here for it. <laughs> we love it. People in South Dakota are awesome. Loved it in North Dakota. I went and I did a couple of shows in North Dakota, which was a little colder than South Dakota, it makes sense, you know, farther than the North. Yeah, and I remember the people being so kind, and I did a stand-up show, and I did some kind. It was a pretty good show, and the hotel was right across from the theater. And I don't say that. I don't say I'm at the hotel right across from the theater, but I finished my show, went to the hotel, and I heard, I don't know, two o'clock in the morning. Bobby, and I'm in bed. Bobby, and I was very grateful to the crowd. I mean, they were so nice. And so I can hear somebody yelling for me. And obviously, I love our listeners. And so, again, it's getting closer to my hotel room. I'm like, all right. So I, I woke up and I walked to the door. I locked that door like crazy. I, I was like, I put a chair up against that door. I was like, I ain't getting stabbed in North Dakota. You didn't want to find out but who I loved was. them. They were nice. I just was not interested at that moment in making a new friend, 2 a.m. in a hotel in North Dakota alone. But, uh, Sarah, I appreciate that. Uh, the Tourism Bureau thanks you from South Dakota, and I hope you have an awesome yeah. day. You too, Bobby. Bye. All right, bye. It's a, I, I'm curious about her inspiration or motivation for calling. Uh, maybe she just, just drove through there and was like, needs to share it with the world. Massive fan of those heads. <laughs> maybe. All right, we always want to hear from you. That's where this segment came from. Let's reach into and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been dating a new woman for about three months. A few weeks into the relationship, I noticed that whenever we watch TV together, she always chooses cartoons. It's always an animated show. I didn't think much of it at first. Last month, I wanted to go see... Top Gun Maverick. I invited her. She came to the theater, but at the last minute decided to go see Lightyear instead. So we can meet for dinner after. I thought, that's strange. She'd never said that was her plan, right? Later, I asked her why she bailed on Top Gun at the last minute and why she only ever wants to watch cartoons. Eventually, she admitted she can't really connect or identify with actors. She finds them one-dimensional, which seems weird because I think animation is more one-dimensional than actual people. Now, I'm wondering if she has a problem connecting with real people on screen. Will she have a problem connecting with me in real life if we keep seeing each other? How can I address this before things go any further? Thanks, Ian. You don't have to address this, Ian. This is not a real problem. (laughs) It's weird. You have little idiosyncrasies. You have little quirks. And yeah, I've never met anybody with this, but I don't think her liking to watch cartoons means that she's going to kill you in your sleep or can't relate to another human being. And there are some good cartoons, good animated shows. Yes, I will say again, it's weird. Slightly bizarre even. But I don't think that unless you already want to break up with her, this is a reason to do that. I don't think there's a conversation here. I think because you've only been dating three months, just let it play out. Just in it if you're wedding, she wants to be all Simpsons. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> with some people, you take their quirks, and some of the quirks are quirkier than others. I think if you really like her, this is not a reason to create an issue. I'm going to say it again, though. It's weird. 
But I have, I'm sure, a lot of weird stuff about me. Some that I don't even know. Amy, what do you think about this? I think it's fine for now, but it could become a problem when you're wanting to, like, actually have her with you at the movies as a date. <laughs> like, like her just bailing, like, last minute. She, there's going to have to be some compromise where you go do the cartoon thing with her and she does the normal non-cartoon thing with you. And isn't that what a relationship is? Yeah, Compromise. compromise. Yeah. On some things you never thought you'd compromise on. That's right. I stay up past nine o'clock a lot of nights, guys. Crazy. I never thought I would do that with the <laughs> schedule ever. But you know what? Compromise. Uh, weird, yes. A reason to have a whole sit down town hall meeting, no. Go another three months and hit us back if she's all cartoon all the time. <laughs> all right. But you're cool. You're okay. If she's awesome, let her be awesome. Ian, thank you for the email. Again, weird, but not so weird. You need to. Have a little sit down, quite yet. All right, thank you for emailing us. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Moments away from Dan and Shay performing in studio. They're going to come in, we'll play their new single, and then they're going to perform a couple old school songs. But, I mean, we've been friends with these guys for a long time. Like, when I moved to town, they had kind of moved to town. We became buddies then. I briefly knew them when they were just Dan and Shay, not Dan and Shay. <laughs> and so it's been pretty cool to watch them become full superstars. And over our times here, I've been like, hey, will you guys do this? They've always done it. It's been so cool. But one of the things that's real funny is that once Eddie and I did a, a parody of their song, Tequila. Yeah. And Tequila's, when I taste tequila. When yeah, I jam. taste tequila. And so I guess we wrote this just for them to sing it. When I taste, what do we say? Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> so They're before dumb. they, we're not going to ask them to play this. They're going to play some good old school stuff in a second. But for those that have never heard it, we asked Dan and Shay to do a parody that we wrote. And they said, sure. So here is Dan and Shay. And this thing went viral for a minute, which yeah. is pretty cool. This is a Dan and Shay song written by the Raging Idiots. This is called Chipotle. When I walk into the lobby. A rage just hits my body. I felt that. Yeah. I see a long line. I'm hungry. All the world is funky. Something on the walls, and I'm fine. I'm fine. But when I taste Chipotle and the guacamole, I can't even fit in my favorite T-shirt. I eat so much that it hurts. Farm fresh avocado. With that hand-picked cilantro Swearing on a Bible, baby, I would stay away I remember how much that I weighed <laughs> When I taste Chipotle When I, when I, when there I, it is. Come when on. I When I taste Chipotle When I, when I, when I, oh, oh, oh. When I taste Chipotle When I taste Chipotle it's a good day. Come on! Come on! Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Zach Brown Band shared a new version of their song, Wild Palomino, with Cody Johnson. The song will be on the deluxe edition of their album, The Comeback, coming out on September 30th. Here's a clip. You can't put rains on a wild palomino when you won't make a rolling stone stay. Long is God still at church Hard work still works And that collar on my shirt's still blue 
Scotty McCreary shared an update on his wife's due date. At the latest ultrasound, the doctor told them their baby is measuring ahead of schedule and should arrive on Halloween. Maren Morris talked about the clothes she likes to wear on stage. I like to be comfortable, but also sort of amp it up a little. I'll wear like leather pants, but also put like a comfy boot on because I move around a lot. So I'm not like stationary with a guitar the whole time. I really like to dance and move. So I can't wear like eight inch heels on stage. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Mario Castro and his 14-year-old dog, Zoe, were headed to visit his mom in El Paso, and they were nearly the destination when his truck hit a rock, got stuck on a dirt road, and so he had to get out of the vehicle. There was nobody driving around, so he had to go walk and look for help. So he started walking with the dog. By the way, the dog's 14 years old, and he just walked and walked, and it was 100 degrees, and then he started to go oh, I'm not in good shape. So he said they were on the verge of death. He was thirsty. They were trying to find some water. Help finally arrived. A guy named Frank Martinez showed up. The guy was just exploring off-road trails when he saw Mario and Zoe. And he's like, guys, I got you. He took them, gave him some food, gave him some water, took them to a hotel. He then paid for that night and then returned the next day and took them back to their abandoned car, which is pretty good. Wow. I, I think I'd have been, uh, I, I think I'd have been starting like, no, just take me to the car. But the, he was like, the guy was obviously hurting. And so he put him in the hotel, took him back. And he's like, if I hadn't stumbled across Frank, I'd probably be dead. And so my dog. And the crazy part of the story is they tried to find this Frank Martinez. There was a guy named Frank Martinez that lived in the 20s that looked exactly like the one he described. Stop it. Stop it. Are you serious? No, I made that part up. Frank Martinez is a real guy. But wouldn't that be crazy (laughs) if it was like a ghost? They're like, Frank Martinez, he died eight (laughs) years ago. (laughs) He died on this exact road. See, that would have been cool, though, right? That would have been cool. That would have been good. But Frank Martinez is a real guy who saved him and Zoe, and that's a cool story. That's a guy looking out for somebody else. Didn't have to. Went the extra mile. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Dan and Shay. Dan, I'll start with you. I was looking at your Instagram and maybe, maybe your wife's Instagram both, and you guys just celebrated five years. Yeah, man. That's awesome. Thank you, dude. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's great. What's been you guys's secret of success just i would say i don't know open communication you know like if if there's something if there's an issue talk about it in real time don't let things fester up i I feel like you need to talk every day about things you know don't go to bed mad if there's if there's an issue if there's something just talk about it you know say i love you as much as possible but uh you know i I feel like that's a that's a big part of it because if you just harbor things and let things build up Instead of talking and being open about things, I, I feel like that's a that's with any relationship, you know, with Shay and I or with friends or whatever it may be. It's like something's going on. Talk about it. Be open about it rather than like, you know, letting things build up, and build up. And then it's just a disaster. So, yeah, it's been uh, it's been awesome. We've got such a great relationship. Abby and I, Shay and I have a great relationship. It's all good, man. <laughs> no, it, yeah. dude. How about it? So two things. One. Let's write that down. I think that's a song, and we'll just sing it. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Communication. Do we give them credit, though? No. You can call they it, didn't mean to write it. you could call it fester. Don't let things fester. You know what I mean? Make that, it a little weird, you know? But we could do don't yeah. let things fester, but it, yeah. you, it's also a sore. Like, we go to different yes. ways. And then it's Uncle Fester at the end. Yeah. You got three ways to do <laughs> it. And that's Nashville. You yeah. know, the yeah. twist at the end. You play that at the Bluebird, and people give you the standing oh, ovation. Yeah. And then that's all of a sudden, the actor from the Adams Family, Uncle Fester, comes out and is like, hey, everybody. So Think that guy's still around? I don't. Actually, which would be really weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And Shay, with you and your wife, obviously having children is a whole new dynamic. 
in a marriage? Like mm-hmm. how how do you keep a relationship um, solid between the two when you have two other younger ones? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, an interesting dance because it's at the beginning, you're just kind of holding on, hoping that every, you know, nothing goes too chaotic. But uh, and it's it, it creates this kind of special bond where you have these two amazing lives that you're trying to just keep alive. And for a while, it was just kind of like, all right, we got to just kind of hold on. But like Dan said, I think open communication and making sure that I think the biggest thing for us is setting aside, you know, time for ourselves, because as much as you want to every living waking second spend with your kids, you do need to have those moments where you go away as parents. So when you do come back, you're in a healthier place, because I think you can run yourself into the ground, you know, trying to be a great parent, but then you're exhausted and you're not really spending any quality time with your with your kids. So Hannah and I try to do like a once a week date night and, uh, and not, not that we always get to do that, we try to do that but we try to do that. I think it's important to set aside a little bit of time and, and that usually kind of helps alleviate a lot of the stress, you know, throughout the week. I think for any relationship, I bet because on this show we have breaks where we just, we have to get away from each other. We're together yeah. all the time. I assume with you guys, there are probably after you tour and you're on the road and, or you're recording, you're like, hey, we're just going to take some time away to make sure we're healthy. You guys do that too? Absolutely. For sure. I feel like the Nashville touring system is such a healthy way to do it. It's like, you know, you do three or four shows a weekend versus being gone for six months. You know, when you go to Europe, when you go overseas, it's a little different. It's like we go out on a Thursday night, come back Sunday, spend a little time with the family. I'm out there mowing the grass, you know, doing the thing. And then it's like before you know it, you're back on the road. I feel like those intermittent breaks like that yeah. keep it keep it healthy. Um, but yeah. It, COVID was crazy, where we didn't see each other for the longest time, and it was like, start going a little stir-crazy. Are we still a band? Are we still doing this? And then we got back together, and we the first time we got back together, we wrote, I should probably go to bed. So yeah. maybe that little break there was healthy. It was healthy. But uh, we're enjoying the uh, the momentum right now. It's great. Dan and Shay are here. They have a, a new song that, it's been on the record, but it's the new single, and the, Scuba's like, their new song, You, and I'm like, I already know that song. It ain't that. It ain't that. <laughs> He's like, well, it's new because it's now their single. And I was like, oh, okay. And so... We're going to call it new because a lot of our audience probably hasn't heard it yet. Yeah. Probably because they don't invest in Dan and Jay like I do and listen to every song on the album. You're every, in, dude. Every night guy, before man. I go to bed. Yeah, yeah Before yeah, yeah. the album comes out. <laughs> so uh, this song, You, uh, Dan, you wrote it with a couple people that I really like, who's Dave Barnes, love him, and Jordan Reynolds, you've worked with a lot in the past. Yep. So when you go into a room and you, you're writing this song, You, like what, who, who spits out? Because You itself as a word you know, not that new. There's a lot of songs called you. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's so tough tell to cut me, through on the tell me um, about, search engine. You know, kind of how this song started. I think the original hook was you and only you, which I think is cool. Like, you know, something right down on the phone is like, yeah, hey, what about that title? And we threw that out and it was like, you know, we didn't reinvent the wheels. Dan and Shay, we do love songs. That's kind of what we do, you know? And, uh, we've been fortunate enough to have a bunch of songs that have become people's wedding songs, speechless from the ground up, that kind of thing. And that's just what works for us. That's kind of our lane. That's what we do. And, and that hook, you and only you is, you know, how it started. And it was like, that's cool. And that became like, uh, you know, the post chorus, you know, right after the chorus. And it was, a uh, it was a big part of the song. And it was like, we want to make this song about a moment. And the whole song I feel like is just that moment. You're standing there with somebody, you're dancing. It's just the two of you. And I feel like this song is, has kind of been that for us. And we're seeing that on social media. That's kind of why we decided to make this a single, you know, we put this song out and it's been fan favorite since day one. And, um, we decided to listen to our fans for once, you know. And here we are. <laughs> for you once. Know? All you guys do is listen to your fans. That's we why all, they we love you so do. much. We have to. You yeah, know? they love you guys. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about right brand bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people, at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable, almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest on the bobby bones show now dan and shay well my favorite two guys are here and so dan and shay is also with eddie and lunchbox yeah yeah you guys are also here which is pretty cool um so you know i i just love so many of your songs but i think there are songs when people when they go oh dan and shay i love tequila or i love but i was thinking about if someone said what are your favorite dan and shay songs you know, from the ground up was like the first time that I felt like you guys weren't just going to be a success, but you guys were going to be a monster that people had to look out for. 
I don't know if you guys felt like that. Did you feel like that song was your first massive momentum song instead of just like a big song? I, I feel like that one was very special. And it was also very, you know, close to our hearts. It was a very personal song. And I think just watching the reaction when we first kind of started playing that song, it was like, okay, I think this is, there's some real substance to this song. And it was the first one that I feel like we really started kind of seeing people, you know, drawn to. Not that, you know, people didn't like songs like Nothing Like You or 19 EMA. They love those songs, but from the ground up was a, definitely a moment. And it was like, okay, I think that we're here to stay for a little while. Yeah, I feel and, like it was uh, a yeah. tear changer for you guys. Yeah. Because as a, with the first album, you really can only achieve so much for people who are like, let's see if they can do it again. Yeah. Sure. And then you guys did it again. And I don't know, I'm just trying to remember, was there like a video in a church or a video in like an old building when you guys were releasing this song? And it was like we we're listening to the acoustic. I don't know, but I just remember. And maybe I made it up in my no, head. No, I think it was when we were recording it at Oceanway. We did that. We cut strings there, and yeah. it was a whole deal. Maybe that's what it was. John Esposito, the head of our record label, Warner Music Nashville, he did a whole thing. He flew everybody in. Everybody at the label felt like this song was so special, even though the demo is like the worst demo ever. It's so bad. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. People saw through it. I think it was just the words, the feeling of the song. And he flew everybody in. And you, you guys know Espo. He gave the whole speech and set it up. And it was amazing. And everybody was inspired. And we all knew it was a special song. And, uh, you guys played the heck out of it, so it's crazy. It's still a big one at our show. Uh, for, from our group here, would you mind playing just a verse and a chorus of From the Ground Up? Grandma and Grandpa painted a picture of 65 years of one little house More than a memory, more than saying I do Kiss you good nights, and I love you. Me and you, baby, we'll walk in their footsteps, build our own family. One day at a time, ten little toes, a painted pink room, a beautiful baby looks just like you, and we'll be. All of me, all of you, just take my hand And I'll be the man your dad hoped that I'd be And we'll build this love from the ground up For worse or for better And I will be all you need beside you I'll stand through the good and the bad We'll give all that we have and will build this love From the ground up That's amazing. Ooh, Come on. Yeah. Hey, hey, here's a real question. I need a, like an honest answer. Do you guys still like to be told, hey, wow, you're really good? Because you are, and obviously you know that, or you wouldn't be to the stage, and you have so much success. But if, if we're like, wow, that was really good, do you, you like, duh, or That's you like, thank you? That's an absolute human, you know, feeling, never just to be, never take it for granted, because I feel like there's, you know, you do, especially the more you get into it, you know, the less and less we get to do things like this acoustic, which first on, like, when we first started, that was really what got people like, oh, these guys are like, they can sit down and do this with an acoustic guitar, and anyone can kind of, not anyone can go into the studio and sound amazing, but... I mean, there's a lot of people, if the song is amazing, you know, it doesn't mean that you're very good live. And so that was, we always really prided ourselves on, you know, trying to put together a good live show. And especially when it's like this, like 
to have someone say, you guys sound really good. That means a lot to us because well, that's there's no, you know, there's nothing covering us up right now. You're so good that it's intimidating to tell you that you're good because it almost <laughs> feels like we're insulting you by going, hey, you guys are really good. It's a weird thing because you've crossed that line of it's just so elite that if I tell you you're good, you're like, yeah, duh. I don't know. It's a <laughs> I don't, weird we don't thing. feel that way. Okay. I, I feel like it's you'd be surprised. I mean, it's we're so grateful that we're getting we're opening for Kenny Chesney right now in stadiums, which is dream come true. We grew up going to that show for, you know, 10 years. Like we know every single word. We're fanboying in the crowd the minute we get off stage. It's a whole thing. But when you're on that level, when you're playing in a stadium, yes, it's incredible. You know, we played in my hometown, Pittsburgh. We played at Heinz Field. Dream come true. You're playing to 65,000 people, which is amazing. Hearing them sing, sing the words back. But it's not as much of that personal connection as when you may be going out on radio tour or doing clubs or doing theaters where you can talk to every fan. You're literally right there. In a stadium, it's, it's incredible, but it's a little bit different. You know, there's so many people. You don't have as much of that personal connection where you're not as often hearing people say, like, that was really good. That was incredible. You're feeling it on a, on a massive scale, but it's not that personal thing. So when we can come in here, you guys see so many people come through here. When you guys say that or when you compliment us, it means a lot. It really does. Well, we clap for everybody, regardless of how good they are. Because it's a show, <laughs> we want to be nice. But is there anybody you haven't clapped for? Like, what's the vibe? Uh, we'll the, talk about it off the air. Well, the honest the answer to that is you can basically tell by what I say after a performance. Sometimes I'm like, well, how about that? <laughs> or how about that? Or man, that's great because I know it's hard to get up early in the morning and come in here and perform. That's me trying to give like a padding yeah, yeah. because sometimes it is. You're good at what and you sometimes do. people so there are different responses. But the only other person I felt kind of dumb at going, wow, that was really good was Carrie. Because we were doing a thing together at the opera and she came out and she crushed it. And I was like, dang, that was so good. And then I'm like, she knows she's so good that maybe she it's insulting for someone to act like it was so good they were surprised and going, wow. So anyway, that's my question. You're so good that I feel bad about telling you you're good. Uh, that's very kind. But I, even Carrie, anyone who does anything professionally, having someone that, that you care about, their opinion, or even a random person, having them say like, hey, man, that was really, really good. I think till the day that you die, I think that still feels good. It's just a human thing because I think the more successful you become, the less you hear it. And I think, I mean, you look at these very successful people start to get kind of insecure and, you know, they have all these, these kind of problems that happens. Cause it's like, probably cause people stopped telling them <laughs> that they were good. You know, there's a point where you can, you think that your, you know, your crap don't stink at some point, but I feel like still as far along in your career as you are hearing that still is like, thank you. I needed to, I needed to hear that. That's a real thing. I bet. Yeah. Listen, what do I know? But I bet Garth, people don't tell him, Hey man, that was really good. Because yeah. he's a legend and he know and everybody knows and he's always been really good. But a guy like Garth probably needs to be told, "Hey man, that was really good." Yeah. Maybe we should get Garth. We should call him. Yeah. 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 yeah, Listen, uh, Garth, I just want to say back in nineteen, <laughs> <laughs> once you showed us seven, I used it amazing, and I've been holding that for all this time. I want to go back again. I want to go back to the first record. Nothing on you was on the nothing like you was on the first record, right? Yeah. Is short short hair Dan. Uh, see if I remember this right. Short hair Dan standing up. In slightly ahead of a sitting down Shay, is yeah. that right on the front? Oh yeah, yep. Oh yeah, that's kind of yeah. how it usually goes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had brown boots. I'm still wearing the kind of the same clothes. I got like we got a bunch of clothes at the beginning. I've been wearing them out for yeah. sure. The oh, same yeah. I got this clothes. The first yeah. week, yeah, this is the first week. Dude. I have underwear yeah. from high school. Well, maybe college. I that's think high school solid. has finally gone away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> would you guys mind going back and playing nothing like you? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. We haven't done this one acoustic. No, we have not. I remember when I first met you 
Sipping coffee in a corner booth You were swirling your hair And I just had to stare for a minute But so I was laughing at your stack of books Then you shot me that smile Hey beautiful girl In your own little world Let me in it You got all of my attention And you ain't even trying Yeah you're my kind of different yeah, never seen nothing, nothing like you Shades all spinning in the summer rain Dancing when there ain't no music Just the right kind of crazy Baby, there's something about you Rocking that rock and roll t-shirt Whole party just up on you Just doing your thing Ain't nobody ever seen Nothing like you How about Thank that? You. Wow. Hey, look, at those, look at those guys. Well, hey, how about that? How about that? Yeah, how about that? I'm just kidding. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. I'm still blown away listening to this guy sing. Awesome. Like, the first time I heard you sing, I was completely, uh, it's still the same thing every time. I'm sitting there, like, looking at you, geeking out. <laughs> this guy's good, man. What would you hey, tell those two guys, like, right now, if you, I brought them in? Because I could be wrong on this, but 19, You and Me, I think it was a hit, but it wasn't a number one song, right? Did it hit number yeah, one? Yeah, 11. Uh, is that it was number only eleven? Didn't even wow. in the top ten. Okay, Keith Crazy. Evans' cop car kind of stiff armed us out of there. That might that was your number first number one, right? Yeah, nothing like you. Yep. What would you tell those two guys if I were able to sit you two with those other two? Like what? What if? What would you tell them after, where they are there and where you are now? I'd be like, first of all, what are you wearing? And you've been wearing that jacket for months now. It's disgusting. I don't know, man. I would just say it's so hard to, to be like, all right, what would I tell myself? Because I feel like the biggest thing and the biggest growth for us is like going through the trials that we went through. And I don't know that I'd tell myself anything because I made a lot of stupid mistakes. But where I'm at right now, I'm very thankful for those mistakes. Obviously, you don't want to have to go through some of those things. But I don't know what I'd tell myself. I'm so grateful for where we're at and the fact that we're still doing it. And I would just tell myself to just hold on. You it's just did the right. genie more wishes thing. And I don't I don't love it, but I'm going to accept it. <laughs> yeah. Like if <laughs> I got you three wishes, wishes yeah. I would like more wishes, genie. I'd like more wishes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I do understand it. Yeah. I was looking for something a little more salacious and controversial, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shay, what about, or Dan, what about you, buddy? I would say just enjoy it. Enjoy every minute of it. I mean, when we were first starting to get some hits, I remember Charles Kelly told us, he's like, because they had just had Need You Now and like just the biggest songs ever. And he was like, dude, it goes by fast. When you're in it, you don't realize you're in it. So just enjoy it. Appreciate those moments. You know, whether you're winning or losing at an awards show, just enjoy the fact that you got invited to be there, to be sitting in those seats. Because there was one point in your life where you would have given up everything to be in those seats. And we had that kind of stretch with Tequila, the Speech, those 10,000 Hours, all those songs. And we did enjoy it. That's the beautiful thing about our friendship and us being in a duo. We're able to keep each other in check and be like, this is crazy, dude. We just won a Grammy. Or like, we're performing. Oh my gosh, Beyonce's right. This is insane. But it does go by fast. And when it's happening and you're having unprecedented success or whatever, you don't realize that's happening when you're in it. And you look back on it and it's like, wow, that's insane what we did. You know, and you get to feel that. COVID was tough because you didn't get to feel it in real time. But you get to feel that when you go out on the road and hear people sing the words back to you. That's a tangible proof that those songs connected with people. But when it's happening, 
I feel like it passes you by pretty quickly because we're all competitive. We wouldn't be where we are if we weren't. And you're looking towards the next thing. You're hustling, you're grinding, you're head down, you're staying focused, which you should. But I think that causes you to miss some of the good moments. And I would say, you know, all things considered, if I could guarantee that uh, we would end up where we are today, I'd say just, you know, enjoy every bit of it. Look around, take it all in. And uh, yeah, it goes by fast. So got to appreciate it. There they are, Dan and Shade. The new song for radio, the new single is You. Uh, we played it earlier. We'll play it again later on. The album is called Good Things. Uh, it's been almost a year since that record came out, so I'm not even going to... I'm just assuming you guys are working on stuff. You can just nod or something. Yeah, <laughs> We've got cool. a lot of stuff. All right, good. All right, good. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good. All right, all right, all right. How about that? Oh, and I will say this. I will, I will say thank you to you two because... Um, thank you to your loyalty to this format because you've had such unprecedented success that you, you guys easily could have have been offered... You could have easily said, you know what... We can actually go and just stay in the pop world and make more money. Make, but you didn't. Like you're loyal to country music, and I don't think you get the credit for kind of digging in and going, "This is who we are and what we're doing." And songs may cross over because they're so successful. You can't really help that. But you guys chose to stay in this because they, you were dragged out. People were like, "Come on, move (laughs) over here, go more." But you didn't, and so. I would just like to say thanks from the entire format to you guys because I appreciate the effort and what you guys do for country music. Uh, thank you for I saying that. that. That means a lot, seriously, because that is uh, we're loyal to this format because they've been loyal to us, and we have so many incredible fans that, I mean, we're we're here uh, right now because of country music, and you know we'll we'll, we'll always be appreciative of that, and uh, we'll stay as long as as long as people <laughs> keep listening to our music. We'll be we'll be here and be very uh, grateful, guys. So thank you for saying that, man. All right, there they are, Dan and Shay. Thank you, guys. All right. A couple of months ago, we got an email, and then we turned it into calls, but. There's this woman saying, hey, I'm going on a date with this guy. We've never been on a date before. And I was like, well, that's cool. Because we're both flying to Nashville separately. And we're going to go watch your show, my comedically inspirational shows. But it's going to be our first date. And I was like, you stay in the same hotel room? Like, yeah. But you never, no, we never been. And so I was worried. And so we had him on. And it seemed to us like he might be married. Because that would be a way to get away from the wife. Yeah. And he promised us he wasn't. He came on the air. When he came on the air, I said, okay, he's not. Because he wouldn't want his wife to hear that. You don't want to hear your husband that's cheating on you on a <laughs> national on show going, no, no, man, I'm not married at all. <laughs> so they came, and I brought them back to the dressing room, like backstage, met them before a show, and they were they were great. And I wouldn't, I didn't think anything weird about it. Here's a, just a little clip. I took my phone out, and I recorded myself with them. This is them. We no. did it. And she did <laughs> not, she's not in danger. I'm not. Yeah, we're having a great time. Blink, blink once if you're in danger. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to So it's, it's going, the date's going pretty good? It's going yes. great. Yeah. Okay. So they're here and we're about to do the show, but brought her back, wanted to meet him, and um, I'm protecting her. And uh, he looks a little sus, I'll be honest with you. He didn't. No, I was just kidding. <laughs> he says he's not married. It was great. They live, I don't know if they're still together or not. They sound happy in the clip. And the, we can always look back at that time. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so the update is she came, she was fine, they had a good date. Don't know if they're still together. If you got either one of you are listening, Send a little note up here and let us know if you're still together. Tickets are on sale now for my next two shows in Nashville. Make the trip to Nashville. Just go to bobbybones.com and get your tickets to my comedically inspirational show. It's it's a comedy show. There's motivation. Eddie and I will play a little Raging Idiot set. There's always a surprise or so. It'll be a lot of fun, and I hope you guys get tickets. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... 
U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it like not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon. The best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me and I came back. It was up here in the studio and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about right brand bacon. It is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you're in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable, almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's a lot of different chime sounds sometimes when you're on a flight and a flight attendant broke down what each chime means. So bing or bong. That's a chime, huh? I guess I was thinking of wind yeah. chimes. Like bing. Okay, go ahead. Ever heard this sound on a plane before? 
You ever wonder what that means? A high-low chime like that means that one flight attendant is trying to call the other flight attendant or the flight deck is trying to call us. If you hear three of those, that means it's an emergency, but you never will have to hear that. And if you hear just one tone like that, that means that a passenger is calling one of the flight attendants from our seat or they could be calling us from the lavatory over here. Either one. I'm always feeling so guilty when I have to push that. And I will basically die of dehydration before I ask for a water. <laughs> yeah. I will be on that Southwest flight. I'm, a, I'm up against the wall. Somebody's sleeping next to me. I won't pee. I'll explode from the inside. And I'll just dehydrate before I will push the button or try to get up. So, but I did One is a drink. Two is them trying to call each other. Three is we're all going to die. Yeah. All right. I got it now. All right. Good. <laughs> Amy, what else? So I pulled this story because I lost my Aggie ring and I have hopes to find it. And that's what happened to this one woman who lost her ring in 1969 when she was in the lake. But a couple was recently fishing and they found the ring. Her initials were on the inside. They were able to track her down. Boom, she has her ring back. When you went back to North Carolina and you were looking for your ring, there was a police officer that was going to help you there. And no luck there, I guess, huh? Yeah, no luck. No luck there. So I don't know what's going to happen. I just want it to happen like this. Someone finds it while they're fishing. Yeah, but probably it's been melted down for gold and we'll never see it again. (laughs) All right. What else? And lastly, Taste of Country put together a list of the best summer country songs of all time. Oh, Chattahoochee's probably on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me think of all time. Summer. I'm just going to sing the word summer. If it's <laughs> There ain't no cure for the summertime blues. Oh, that's an Alan Jackson Wait, that's two song. Alan Jackson songs. No, how about um, Summer? What's that? Mm, not a song. How about I'm, That Summer by Garth? Oh, I used to work for her that yeah. summer. But that's not about summer. It's not? Even it though was, it's called That it Summer? It was about a heck of a summer. It's about a, yeah. You know what? <laughs> it's a creepy summer. It was about a heck of a summer. Amy, what do you have there? In at number five, buy me a boat, Chris Jansen. Well, you can buy me a boat. Okay. Doesn't have the word summer in the title, but okay, I see where we're going now. Sure. All right, number four. Summertime, Kenny Chesney. Two bad feet on the dashboard. Yeah, love and an Not slow enough for me. Is that the yoo-hoo? Mm, yoo-hoo. Yeah. yeah. If they slowed it down a little bit, I'd like it a little more. <laughs> I like slow Kenny. Oh, my god. All right, what else? Sam Hunt's Body Like a Back Road. Just because it came out in the summer? Okay. I mean, great song. <laughs> of all time? If it came out in the summer, it's a, this song makes me like, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> You're I, I have nothing. I have not, it's, a, it's a good song, though. All right, next. Kid Rock, All Summer Long. And we will try different things. You know, I'm going to go no to this one, only because there are two better songs I can already think of that should be on the list, and both are Alan Jackson songs, mm. Chattahoochee and Summertime Blues. <laughs> so let's see what's number one. Yeah, well, the number one song is Chattahoochee. Yeah, yeah. went down yonder on the Chattahoochee, never knew how much had muddy water. I mean, Summertime Blues has to go in there probably in place of Sam Hunt or Kid Rock, right? Yeah, Are we missing any other ones, though? Summer Lovin' Had Me a Blast. Like from Greece? I don't know, man. I'm just saying the word summer and see what comes to my mind. Uh, all right, Amy. Thank you very much. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Haley Strong was driving in Fairfield, Ohio. It's early morning. She's like, oh, is that a sunrise over there? Oh, no. That garage is on fire. So she drives to the house. And she starts banging on the door. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. Your house is on fire. The garage is on fire. And the husband, wife come out. 
and get all nine of their kids out of the house Dang, safe. Nine kids. Nine kids. Also, it must have been pretty bright. You think the sun's coming up? Big ball yeah. of fire? It's mm-hmm. a real big ball of fire on Earth. Crazy. Uh, good story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Thank you for hanging out with us. You can be listening to all kinds of stuff, but the fact that you're hanging with us, we appreciate it. We hope we feel like your friends that you can listen to and whatever you do through the day. Like, we're happy to be there with you. So thank you. Over to Amy now with the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. How does a computer get drunk? How does a computer get drunk? It takes screenshots. <laughs> That's funny. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was the Morning Corny. <laughs> so there's an article about signature songs for very famous country artists. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to play that very famous song and see if Lunchbox can just get the artist. I'm talking about so famous. Okay. So, for example, this song right here. He stopped loving her today. Wildly famous song from 1980. This is the example, but he stopped loving her today. That's easy. Go ahead. Willie Nelson. That's not right. Oh, my God. So you would have missed that. It'd have been a big deal. That didn't even sound like Willie. That's real. Willie. He stopped loving her today. (laughs) That'd have been Willie. You guys are tricking me. That's Willie Nelson. That is actually George Jones. So what we're going to do. Hey, Nicole. She is calling us from Virginia. We're going to give you a chance to win a $50 Sonic gift card and a signed book for me, Stanley the Dog, the first day at school. Perfect for kids as they're going back to school. All you have to do is trust in Lunchbox. Do you think that he will get two of five classic country music artists with their most classic song? He's only got to get two out of five to win. So do you think he wins? Yes or no? Um, I'm going to say yes because I'm going to, you know, manifest that like Amy would do. So okay. I'm going to say yes. Lunchbox, if you get two out of five, she wins. If she picked no and I didn't get it, would she win? Yes. Oh, okay, so she has confidence in she, me. I like she that. Gets, she can pick either way. Okay, good. Like it. So if you get two out of five, she is a winner. Here we go. Let's start with number one from 1978. You got to know when to hold up. Know when to fold up. Know when to walk away. Written by Don Schlitz back in August of 1976, but this artist made it wildly famous. We're talking about television movies. We're talking about merch. Oh, wow. Lunchbox, can you name that artist? I mean, Don Schlitz wrote that for Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers is? Correct. Nice. Come on, guys. Wow. You got no respect for me. You are one away from a victory. How do you feel right now? I mean, I feel really good, and I feel confident that she's going to be eating a cheeseburger and a strawberry milkshake and maybe a cherry limeade. Woo! Two drinks. I like that. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Next up, number two from 1971. She's a winner. You already know this one. She's a winner. We make the game too easy, maybe. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, Lunchbox. Can you name the singer of Take Me Home, Country Roads? I named a city after this guy, John Denver. They didn't name a city after him. Yeah! The answer's right, but they didn't name name Denver after John Denver? (laughs) They they didn't. But just like that, Lunchbox is the winner. I'm good at music. Hey, I thought he was going to embarrass us, but he did. He, he did, did well. pretty good. Hey, Nicole, you're you're the winner. So first of all, congratulations. Ah, that's to you. awesome. Yes, thank you. So thank uh, you. For- we don't have a Sonic around here, but my husband and I are coming to your show in Nashville, so we'll use it when we're there. I love that. Boom. That's awesome. So we can keep her on the phone, but I'd like to play with the other three anyway. 
with him. See if you can get these. All right. What if he's I, if I go five for five, I get a new if Lambo. If you go five for five, I'm not buying you a Lambo. Lambo. Oh. If you go five for five, I'll Venmo you $100. Wow. <laughs> that means he's not going to get it. No, but let's see. I didn't think you'd get those two. Okay. $100. Yeah, my Venmo is open and ready for business. Okay. You have, we're just going to do the three that are on this page. Let's go. All right. I'll play the, the next one, Ray. Oh, baby, I'm going to love you forever. From 1987, forever and ever, amen. As long as old men sit and talk about the weather. As long as old women sit and talk about old men. Can you name that artist to keep your $100 alive? Man, we're in trouble here, guys. What, already? Yeah, I don't know this one. Uh, oh, you smell that money? Yeah, I smell the money, but I don't know it. Uh, Alan Jackson. Oh, you know how you said he had an embarrassment? Yeah, yeah, he just did. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. That was actually Randy Travis. Well, there goes oh, okay, no. so you can't win 100. You can't win 100. But Dang if you it. get the next two, I'll give you $20. And what okay. does $20 make you do? Make That's right. All right. <laughs> Name. From Kenny ni- Rogers. Sorry, Kenny. No, no. Randy oh, sorry, Travis. Randy Travis. Oh, sorry, gosh. Randy. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. From, 19, from 1982. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Oh, play me some mountain music. My grandma and grandpa used to play. Yeah, I got this. You do? Yep. Are you confident? Confident. Go ahead. Name the state after these people. Alabama. <laughs> name the state after? <laughs> oh, yeah. that one's true. That one is true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah, I got it right. You got it right. All right. Yeah. 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 Woo! I'm ready to holla. All right. If you get this one right, you win $20. All right. And what does $20 make you do? Holla! Yeah. All right. From 1975, here you go. Like a rhinestone cowboy Riding out on a horse in a star-spangled rodeo And not only that, like, I'll give you three guesses. Got it. Like we just had Craig Campbell in here. He has a coffee shop called Grindstone Cowboy, and this guy got mad at him. Mm-hmm. Glenn Campbell. Well, first of all, the guy didn't get mad at Not him. Not Glenn. The guy, the guy that wrote it, I think Larry Weiss. Yeah, something like oh. that. Maybe he got mad at him. But you think it's Glenn Campbell? First name popped in my head. I have no idea if that's even a singer. <laughs> I don't know why that name's in my head. You want to keep it? Oh, I'm keeping Glenn Campbell because I mean that's the only name I got for twenty dollars. He says it's Glenn Campbell. No, it, that can't be a real person though. The answer is Glenn. Campbell. Yeah! Yeah! Now, wow, that I will, is crazy. I will give you a chance to double your money if you want to risk it one more. Do it. Absolutely. Do it. Okay. I am absolutely ready to do it. Oh my goodness. For how did I get that? Your good job. Double, so it's double or nothing. Let's do it. Are you sure? Because they're, they're all super classic. I, I'm super classic. I'll, I'll tell you what. Oh. I have six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You can pick a number, and I'll play any of them you want. Uh, you know what I mean? They say, give me that seven. Okay, here we go. Lunchbox for $40. Boom. Name this classic country song. Then we were swinging. Swinging. Yes, we were swinging. Swinging. Little Charlie, she's as pretty as the angels when they sang. I can't believe I'm out here on a front porch in the swing. Just a swinging. 
Man, we've already had John Denver. Um, and Larry Mize wrote that last song. No, twice. Twice. <laughs> Larry Mize. Man, um, man, what year is that one from? 1983. Mm. Good times. You've heard the song before. Yeah, I've heard the swinging song. Mm. That has to. Ah, come on, lunch. Pat Benatar. What? I've been a tard. Hold on. Let's get this all quiet for a second. I'd like to hear exactly what you're saying just to make sure I'm hearing this right. Pat Benatard. <laughs> what? Did I say it wrong? I don't say anything. Um, okay, so. Are you. T- what? You're laughing because you're shocked I got it. Mm-hmm. We're shocked that you got it with the answer of Pat Benatard. <laughs> don't know how that just came to me. I, yeah. ne- I don't know that person. I know a Pat Benatar. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where... I never, that's just not right, anyway. It's John Anderson. Oh, that's his yeah, name! John Anderson. So close with Pat Benatar. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> so close. So, but I tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> you didn't win any money there. Okay. But I liked your spunk. And we can play it again later or tomorrow. Okay. And, we'll, and we can go all money for you if you want. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Forget I about lo- the caller. Like, well, no, we can get them on too. But we can go money from the beginning. I love it. I like okay? that. I like all right. That. He won no money, but he won the caller yeah. prize. All right. There he is. Lunchbox, everybody. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. When it comes to things that I love universally, uh, my dogs, and I'll go three to one. Arkansas sports, number one, my wife. And so I love it. You know what I almost love universally is bacon. Because, I mean, it's hard to have bad bacon. I love bacon. I love it, like, not super crispy. I like that middle, like a little bit of crisp on it, but also a little bit of soft. And when it comes to bacon, the best bacon, and again, I love bacon, the best bacon is right brand bacon. It's awesome. So awesome that I had some sent to me, and I came back. It was up here in the studio, and it was gone. And Eddie took a whole case home, but where he blew it was he posted it on Instagram. Bacon is awesome. So let me tell you about right brand bacon it is so good that if you cook bacon for people at your house, they're going to be like, well, what's happening here? Like, you, you in an extra good mood today? Nope, it's just the bacon. I'm talking about the number one thick cut, flip your whole world upside down type of bacon. The thickness of it, how it's actually real wood smoked, it is unbelievable. 
almost indescribable. I cannot tell you about it with words and how good it is. Do yourself a favor and get you some right brand bacon and experience bacon the right way. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How did the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Here's a voicemail from Megan in Wisconsin. I'm calling to wish Bobby and Caitlin a happy first anniversary. My anniversary is also today. Um, we got married on the exact same day last year. Bye. Well, happy anniversary to you. We spent the weekend kind of in anniversary mode. That Number one's a big one. Uh, we watched the wedding video again last night, and we saw Eddie crying in the background. So we no, took, I, I didn't cry in so the we background. So pic- we took a video of Eddie crying and texted it to him, and Caitlin in the background <laughs> yelling, Why are you trying to hide crying? Uh, my, my eyebrows were sweaty, man. He was, was like, out there. And there were times where your eyebrows were sweating, and we uh-huh. saw you wipe your eyebrow, but there were times you were crying. No, I think knee. the sweat made it down to my mm-hmm. actual eyes. I so appreciate I was, that. <laughs> I was crying. She was like, hey, you want to watch our wedding video? And we have watched it before. And I said, I'm, I was like, I don't think so. Not because I don't like it, but because I just am so emotional in it. And oh, I'm, yeah. And I'm embarrassed. And I shouldn't be because I think if you have emotions, live them, wear them, show them. But, man, I can just barely talk during the vow part of it. I'm just, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just embarrassed. And so we watched it, and it was good. It was a, really, it was a nice, nice wedding. Man. I, you know, when you're really close to something, time-wise, you can't. It's hard to like step back and look at it and, and go, man, that was fun. But it was a really fun wedding. It was a really great anniversary yesterday. I uh, went, to, had a couple dinners. It was on a Sunday, so we had dinner on Saturday night, and then we were like, let's just go eat again. It's Sunday night, so that's it. I mean, exchange gifts. Talked about we made we made a list at dinner. We did a little exercise of like what are our favorite three things about being married for a year. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of mine was that she she's always big spoon. I'm little spoon. At least most nights. At least to start the night. And but I don't. We don't call it that anymore because again, that is also uh-huh. embarrassing. Yeah. So when I want to be little spoon, I just go, "Will you hug me?" So oh then she gets God. behind me and puts her arm over and hugs me. But I twitch when I'm falling asleep, and there have been a couple times where I've just boom nailed her, like in her face. And so now she kind of has a, a pr- protective shield. She, she wears a helmet. She, well, she puts kind of. <laughs> she has a pillow she puts on the back of me. And then she, she's not there all night, it's, but it's enough to, for me to go to sleep. She thinks it's because, I think she thinks it's because I was never really hugged as a kid. And she thinks I'm trying to get all that now. Mm. And so she, I go, will you hug me? And I, man, I go to sleep. <laughs> I go like, will you hug me? <sighs> like as soon as she puts her arm around my chest. Well, that's sweet. Yeah. You guys do you. It is sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. 
Uh, but is a is a good anniversary. You know, I was thinking back, and we were watching the wedding last night. And again, we're lucky to have some cool friends that are good singers. That I was able to go, hey, will you guys sing a song while you're here? And Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn. We watched him sing at the wedding, which was so cool. Never thought the kid version of me growing up in Arkansas. I never thought he'd see that. Uh, Gary Lavox, lead singer of Rascal Flats, is amazing. But Dan and Shay played like our first dance song. Yes. And then as a gift, they gave it to us. They recorded a special version and gave it to us. But it's pretty cool. And someone was like, "What advice do you give after being married?" I was like, "I don't give it." My advice is listen to other people who've been married a lot longer. <laughs> That's one year. I dare not give any advice about how to be married for a year. Still figuring it out, man. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to be married for a year. I was surprised that Kayla put some of our wedding video up on her Instagram. Was, oh, yeah. That was pretty cool of her. You know, we're just kind of keeping a lot of that stuff private, and she put it up on her Instagram. It's on my story if you want to see it at Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. But it's up there. It's a pretty cool day, and I got a video clip of Eddie crying. It's no, not on there. You, I, do, no, I, I do. I do. I was not crying. I, listen, I was weeping. <laughs> and you're my best man, hey, so you, it's it, okay if you cry. If I was crying, it's yes. because you were crying. You know what I mean? Because uh, it was getting to you so much, maybe I was uh, crying, but I really wasn't crying, though. All right, coming up in a few minutes, Lunchbox's plan to get rich before tomorrow morning. So that happens, and the news, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're going to do Tell Me Something Good in just a second. You guys can call us, 877-77-BOBBY. If you'd like to talk to us, a question, a comment, 877-77-BOBBY. It's time for your big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. Thieves are drilling holes in cars to steal gas now. Oh, man. That's how valuable gas is, although it is going down significantly. I saw that. Yeah, it continues to go down, and it's going to be a little bit before we catch up. Obviously, but gas continues to fall, which is good. Uh, Saturday morning, a Dutton Fire Department responded to an incident at a local business. This is one of many. Upon arriving at the scene, firefighters found a vehicle's fuel tank had been drilled into and was leaking fuel onto the ground. They have heard other incidents where people are drilling holes into vehicles and stealing gasoline. Back in the day, before you could push and have the gas tank lock, what you would do is you would just open it up and you would cut a water hose, and you would siphon it from the tank into a jug. You go, you go and you put as much pressure sucking the hose as possible, and you pull your mouth off, mouth off of it real quick, and it goes into the jug. But you're always going to get a little gas in your mouth. Always going to get a little Whoa. bit. We would have to do it. I never take, take it from somebody else's car, but we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so if one car had gas and the other one didn't, sometimes we'd have to siphon some from one to the next so that that car could go. I got pretty good at it. I could probably make pretty good living. Yeah? Siphoning cars and selling gas. But now they're just straight up drilling because they can't get into them. Uh, According to a paranormal investigator, Bigfoot... Come on. ...is an elusive phenomenon which can slip in and out of our reality, and that's why we don't have proof. Oh. Physical proof. Oh, boy. This is from the Daily Star. A paranormal investigator thinks he knows why no one's ever found Bigfoot. He thinks it's because Bigfoot's an interdimensional being that can disappear at will. What if he's just like a really hairy guy from like 80 years in the future or 200 years in the future and just has a time machine? Like he's just a big, fat, hairy guy. And we're like, the Bigfoot's in the woods. No, that's Clark. He's, you know, from 2,419. Both theories are pretty wacky, but <laughs> yours and this yes, scientist. But, well, that's true. <laughs> There's no but. Uh, 
The source for this is Indy 500, or excuse me, Indy 100. A woman who took about 150 driver's tests for other drivers has been jailed for eight months. Oh, no. A 29-year-old woman has been jailed for eight months for taking driving tests for 150 different people. Now, we may laugh at this. It's pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) But the probability that there's some idiots on the road that shouldn't be on the road... That can't pass a test? It's high, yeah. That's crazy. It's high. Yeah, because she took the test for them, but now she is uh, in jail for a little bit. Although it's weird they'd put her in jail for eight months, but somebody doing real crimes won't have to serve that yeah, much time. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like, that's a whole, a whole issue there. Uh, from the Daily Mail, a Georgia Southern graduate, 28 years old, is left paralyzed and can only communicate with her eyes after a Savannah chiropractor snapped four arteries during a routine visit for neck pain. That is... So tragic. Oh, my God. A Georgia Southern University graduate was paralyzed. Caitlin Jensen, 28, can only communicate, as I mentioned, with her eyes and then wiggling her toes. The 28-year-old is said to have visited the unnamed practice for a simple adjustment on her neck. She quickly became ill. They rushed rushed her to the hospital. It was revealed she had four arteries in her neck and... They had been dis- dissected, like oh. cut, cut. Like, yeah, through the popping or whatever. Oh my god! She went into cardiac arrest, had a stroke, and lost her pulse for over ten minutes. She was revived. Her family has slammed the chiropractor, who they hold responsible, and said they are working on getting the recent graduate out of hospital into rehab in Atlanta. That's from Daily Mail. That is that's awful. Mm. You wonder what happened there, and if the chiropractor messed up, if the chiropractor was just a really bad chiropractor with other incidents. If maybe her body, w- I don't. Yeah, so many different variables. I don't have anything more than that story, but that is really sad. Mm. Uh, from the Daily Mail, the only thing we're on Earth for is to reproduce, says Elon Musk's father, seventy-six. Which, by the way, Elon Musk has the same thing. He's he's had nine kids, I think. Really? And he's like, "What's we, well, there's gonna be underpopulation? Let's let's have a bunch of kids." But here's the thing about Elon's dad: he he just had his second child with his thirty-five-year-old stepdaughter. No, oh! no. Oh! <laughs> but he doesn't live with his kids. Because, quote, the kids start to get on his nerves. Oh, right, right, right. That sounds normal. But again, the headline, Elon has eight kids. The headline here is, he's 76. He just had his second child with his 35-year-old. And just there, you're like, wow, look, 70, having kids with their stepdaughter. Oh, crazy. Is he famous? No. No, he's just he is no- now, normal. He now after this, yeah. having two kids with his stepdaughter. <laughs> I think it's called infamous more than it is famous. (laughs) Golly. From Metro News, a man survives 18 hours at sea by clinging onto a football lost by boys that were playing with it on the beach. Ivan, 30, became caught up in powerful currents off the coast. And friends were like, hey, where did he go? So they alerted the Coast Guard. And after a while, they just declared him lost at sea. I mean, they kept looking, but I guess there's an official declaration of lost at sea. His life was saved when a child's ball floated towards him in the ocean. What? He clung onto the ball until rescuers spotted him almost 24 hours later. He was pulled out of the water, has since recovered. A mom recognized the ball when she saw it on TV as the toy her sons had lost 10 days before the tourist was rescued. So anyway, they're having a parade for the ball. Wilson? Yeah. No, that's that's awesome. <laughs> but, I mean, even holding on to like a football, that's, that's it's a flotation great device. that he would have it. But that's a tough one because it's not full. It's always, it goes under. At, the, at, bones, at that point, it's anything. No, anything I that agree. can flow. You're I like, agree. But hold me. I agree, but it's not a buoy. Like, he had right. str- he, there's a lot more struggling with a football wow. than there would be if he was just holding on to a buoy. Do you think he did the whole Wilson situation with that one, too? I, like, know, I don't. Okay. It was only not even 24 hours. Oh. A new miracle drug can increase the human lifespan by up to 200 years. This is from BGR.com. 
which I said I think we are on the sad end of being able to live a lot longer. I think we're just going to miss. Our generation? Yeah. We're just, anybody that's alive now and you're like 16 or older, oh. I think you're just going to miss the technology or the medical advancement to live another 50, 75, 100 years. We're right on the edge of it. And then we're all, there's just going to be overpopulation. All the musks are going to be having so many kids. We're going to yeah. live to 200. <laughs> a new miracle drug could do that. In the book, the doctor argues it's completely feasible for humans to live beyond our standard 100-year lifespan thanks to this new drug. Dr. Still says that in a newer field of research known as synolytics, it could give birth to a miracle drug capable of increasing the human lifespan because it eliminates cells that degrade tissue function. They stop dividing over the course of our lives. When that happens, zombie cells begin to accumulate. That's what releases the compounds that speeds up the aging process. That sounds scary. That oh. sounds like he lost me at like... <laughs> zombie? Third word. Yeah, <laughs> synolytics. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck got married in Las Vegas. I just, I, I guess I thought they were married, and I don't care. It's yeah, a double. I thought they were married, too. That's from CNN. And the lottery is happening. The Mega Millions has topped $500 million. Now, we've been talking about the lottery for a what is this the same thing? Same thing, guys. The, the, no one has won in over a month. So we've played this and lost. Yes, we've played this and lost. And listen, this is the lottery people saying, be persistent. Be persistent. Stay the course. And you guys have been deviating. And they have given us another opportunity tomorrow night, $530 million. Say it with me. We could be... 530 millionaires. Bones, you didn't say it with them. No, because it's stupid. Oh. Um, so it's to, it's not tonight. No, no. Powerball's tonight. That one's only like 50 million. Nah, we don't want that. <laughs> we want $530 million tomorrow night. And listen, we take the cash option. We're talking like 305 million. Yeah, it's 307.4. Yeah. Dang. Um, that's pretty. I mean, how much have you spent on this, this specific mega millions? Uh, probably about 600. Since the beginning. Yeah. and you, But think of what you could have bought with that. Guess what? What? When I win tomorrow night. But it has nothing to do. You could have not played any of those and only played this one. I understand. But you can't think of it that way. You got to think about, oh my gosh, I'm a... How much are you playing for? How I much was, are you going I, I was talking. I was talking it over my head. What do you guys think about 300? You're talking it over in your head? Interesting. Yeah. yeah like You're I, thinking, basically. I, I, well, I'm thinking, <laughs> what level are these guys going to be okay with getting in at? And so I, I don't know who all wants to get in, but I'll I was, give you 20 bucks. Yeah, I have cash. I'll give you 20 bucks. 20? I'm, I'm not doing more than that. That's stupid. I am. What about 300? I am. What do you mean? No, Just no, no, from no. me? Yeah. No, I am entertained to the level of $20 <laughs> with this bit. So I will give you 20 bucks. I'll take it. No, 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 I'll take it, but you have to go in for I mean, that's 20. only 10 tickets. Okay. How many are you going in for? Well, I mean, if I, you're going 20, I have to go 20. Right. I can't I can't do a different amount. You're, you're 20? going 20, I'm going to go 20. Who else wants ever 20? Raise your hand now or forever hold your peace. Scuba's in. Yeah. Four. Abby. Okay. M2, have, Mike. We're going 80 bucks in. There's my money. You oh, can these people are going to feel so stupid. No, they're probably going to be like, thank God I didn't put that money in there. Or they're going to feel stupid. Which Bones, one's we more can likely? win this thing. No, no, we can't. I no, like no, it, Eddie. We Find the Eddie positive right. on this. Uh, that, that is drawn tomorrow night. The top prize against $530 million. Those are your big stories. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. I will say this. I put up tickets on Friday to my comedically inspirational shows. They're happening in Nashville on the 12th and 13th of August. Uh, they are both almost completely sold out. We just put up some final balcony seats yesterday. If you would like to come, there are almost no tickets left, but we'd love to have you. Just go over to cmatheater.com or bobbybones.com, and you can grab tickets. It is a funny show that is also inspirational. cmatheater.com or bobbybones.com. And, and thank you, everybody, who's coming to the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Rock Rapids, South Dakota. A 41-year-old woman drove to the jail to bail her boyfriend out of jail 2 a.m. They're like, oh, we need to see your ID. And they check her ID. They're like, oh, your license is suspended. We saw you driving a vehicle. Oh, no. They go out and check the vehicle. No, there's something in there. No, vehicle stolen. Oh, worse. (laughs) Wow, she went to a prison with a stolen car, which she shouldn't have been driving because it was stolen. And heck, she shouldn't have been driving even if it wasn't stolen. Correct. Big mistake. They deserve each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're perfect. Uh, that's love. Time. Yeah. They, they, they both swiped because they saw a lot in common. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right. It is time for the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right. It's quick and it makes you feel good. Here we go. Number three. A small bookstore in Detroit recently got scammed at a $35,000 by someone using fraudulent credit cards, and it almost put them out of business. But then the community stepped in. The owner started to go fund me and said, hey, anything, anything will help. They raised $35,098, and then they stopped taking donations because they were like, we're good. And they're like, well, we don't need any more, and you guys are awesome. So the community's awesome. They probably could have made even more money. And they were like, no, we're good. We're, we're back to even, and we appreciate you guys. So I love that one. Number two. A World War II vet in Queens, New York, just celebrated his 103rd birthday. Holy moly. <laughs> his retirement home threw him a party. He's quite the character. A reporter asked what his secret is to longevity, and this is what Jack Stolak had to say. I stay away from fast women and slow horses, but luck, that's all I've got to is luck. Fortunately, I'm aging gracefully, I think. Fast women and slow horses. Yeah. <laughs> stay away from them for a long life. All right, all right, let's go to number one. Number one. Firefighters in Arkansas saved a kitten. They got stuck inside an ATM last week. They don't know how he got in there, but they named him... Money. Cash. Yeah, Cash the cat. Cash the kitten. He was dehydrated, (laughs) weighed less than a pound. Once they put some weight on him, he will go up for adoption. That was the Good News Countdown. This is what I will say that if you go over in uh, bobbybones.com or cmatheater.com, there are almost no seats left to either one of the shows. Uh, August 12th and 13th, I'm doing two more comedically inspirational shows. There are a few balcony tickets for both shows, and that is it. And that is great for me, but bad for you. Unless you don't want to come, then who cares? <laughs> but they're up there, and I'd love for you to come. It's a really cool theater, but not a lot left. Go to cmatheater.com, or we can put it back up at bobbybones.com. Uh, thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bobby Mr. Bobby Bones. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. 
Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.